What's up, podcast listeners? That was a long pause, but it was well worth it to go on the drop of the beat. Guys, this is episode 210, and this is Cut the Shit, Get Fit, with your lovely host, Rafael Matuszewski, which is I, and I am pumped to get this episode going because... We're at 210. That means we're 90 away from 300. And don't tell me that is way too far to start thinking about because I'm one of those people that look forward to Christmas like at this point in time because I just saw someone post on Facebook that it's like 45 weekends away from Christmas and I liked it because goddamn I love Christmas. Anyway, I got a bunch of stuff that I kind of want to hammer out today and I think it's going to be one of those episodes where I kind of just go all over all over the place because I have a lot of stuff on my mind right now but let us start with some shout outs because that's what I do every single week and it's amazing so number one top most listen city is all the way in Pennsylvania in a little town called Ambler shout out to everybody in Ambler Number two, and I think this is the first time they've been on my top ten, Cincinnati, Ohio. Shout out to everybody in Ohio listening to my show. And number three, all away across the water, Harrow in the UK. Shout out to everybody in the UK listening to my show. And you know what? One more honorable mention. Number four is all the way in Australia in the city of Melbourne, Shout out to everybody in Australia listening to my show. Super, super cool. And you know what? I'm going to throw in one more because, again, people all over the world listening to my show is Auckland in New Zealand. Shout out to everybody in New Zealand listening to my show. Super freaking awesome. Okay. Topic number one. Finding your why. So this is interesting. I think I brought this up before on my show. And... I don't know how far I got into it, but recently I picked up another coach to mentor and, you know, at my gym, she's been kind of in and out learning what I do, how I coach clients. And we recently kind of just touched on the psychosocial aspect of coaching. And, you know, we're eating lunch together and she's like, hey, so you mentioned earlier that you, you know, count macros and crap like that like how how do you do that and you know I could have easily just gone oh this is how you do it but I asked her well why do you want to know she's like well I think I want to start doing that and I'm like well why do you want to do that she's like well you know I kind of want to like lose weight and blah 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 and got into that whole thing but I told her like usually when people ask me stuff like that I always ask why You know, what's the root cause? Why do you want to do this? A lot of times people give you a superficial answer, which is not the actual answer. And it can go in two different ways. Either they tell you exactly why, where, you know, most people are like, oh, I want to look a certain way to impress my ex that I divorced 10 years ago. Or they'll go and say, I want to look the way I used to in my 20s, because I don't feel like my body's accepting 
any new suitors or whatever. There's so many different situations like that. Or they can straight up tell you that, you know, they start peeling back layers and it's really because they have a really bad relationship with food. And that's one of the first things I ask is like, when I start investigating with people, it's like, well, what, what's kind of your background in eating? And when you start asking why, and you start peeling back every single layer and you get to the root cause, you kind of have this like epiphany moment where you're like, holy shit, the reason why I want to track macros is because I don't know how to react in certain situations, so I turn to food. And honestly, if you like sat down, like whatever diet you're following, for example, right at this moment, if you are, do this yourself. Like ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And start peeling back the layers, right? Maybe the first time you ask yourself, it's like, well, I want to tighten up my nutrition. Okay, why? Um, I want to make sure that I'm getting all my nutrients in. Why? I want to make sure that, you know, I don't gain weight during this time of the year. Why? Because I want to be able to fit into a dress or a certain outfit. Why? Because I haven't had a date in five years. Why? And it just keeps going. Like, you can get really, really, really deep into why you're doing a certain thing in your life. And this goes for any single thing out there. And, you know, when I started asking these questions to this new coach, you know, I think after two days, she texted me this long text of doing that same exercise. And she realized a lot of stuff about herself. And... She's like, this is the first time I ever realized this. And I had like a five minute conversation with you. And I'm like, well, when you ask the right questions, things come up really quickly. And this is what coaching really is. And that's why I told her, I'm like, you know, you can get every certification out there. You can read every piece of research out there. But if you can't communicate to the person right in front of you that's having a really rough time in their life, then it doesn't mean shit. You know, that's why I'm really fascinated with the psychology of coaching, the art of coaching, as a lot of people call it. And I think that's what's really, really important. So anytime you see a new diet or you hear a friend talking about a certain way that they're eating or chose to eat and you're like oh maybe I should do it just ask yourself why even right now like whatever the hell you're doing maybe ask yourself why you're doing it and get to the root cause you know and the other the flip side is like sometimes when you get to the why and you keep asking yourself you might not actually know why you're doing it you know there I had an experience before where I had an online coaching client for nutrition and she was a huge advocate for the keto diet and I'm like okay well whatever we'll go around the way you want it we'll keep our nutrition coaching on track with keto in mind and I had that conversation with her I was like why why and she honestly didn't know why she was doing it but we did figure out it's because she saw on social media that everyone's doing it she had a co-worker at work that was 
doing it too and saw amazing results. So she thought she would do that too. But when it came to the reason why, she and she started laughing like, I've been doing this for like six months and hating it. And for some reason, like this superficial like thing made me want to do it. You know, sometimes pe- you, you see this all the time. Like you see a person on the left of you doing something and you're like, oh, I guess I got to do that too. You know, I remember they did this like little um, a study where it was like a doctor's office and everyone's just sitting and waiting. And everyone in the waiting room except the one person walking in was in on this little experiment. So, you know, this person comes in waiting to see the doctor and everyone else there was part of the experiment. And every 10 minutes, everybody part of the experiment, uh, part of the experiment would stand up for a couple seconds and then sit back down. And the person that, you know, was, was sitting down and was looking around like, well, what the hell is going on here? And after a couple times waiting every 10 minutes and everyone would stand up and back down, she started joining in. And eventually when all those people left and she was the last one, they wanted to see if she would uh, stand up and oh there was a bell there was a certain noise that they would play and they would all stand up and when she was alone they played the bell a couple times and she stood up by herself because you know we're all lemmings we just follow and then they brought in another person for the doctor who was not part of the experiment and you know they're both waiting and the bell goes off she stood up waited there a little bit and sat back down and the guy's like why why are you doing that she's like oh that's what you're supposed to do and he's like why she's like i I don't know (laughs) right and it just goes to show like people follow other people for no reason you know like there's no why to it it's really interesting how our brain works like literally there was no reason behind it it's very interesting to me so I think the moral of the story here is to like really audit the re- the things that you're doing in your life. Like if you're doing something that you absolutely hate but you continue to do it anyway, ask yourself, why am I doing this in the first place? Maybe you actually shouldn't be doing it. Maybe you should do something else. Maybe you should use that free time for something else or for yourself, right? It's it blows my mind how how easy that is. And I think this is a good segue into the next thing. You know, working at big box gyms, gyms with a lot of people, a lot of times people will go into a class, a group workout, whatever it is, and just look at the other people and do exactly what they're doing because they don't know any better. And they just follow the herd. And they won't say anything if something feels off. you know. And again, this goes back to the why. So sometimes when I walk by in my gym and I see you know, a member doing an exercise incorrectly and they continuously do it over and over again, I'll sometimes walk over and be like, how does that feel? And they'll usually go, not that good. And I'm like, why are you doing it? They're like, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know? And sometimes you just got to ask yourself that. It's that simple. You know, like... 
a barbell deadlift. Like I did a whole podcast on it. And some people just like <laughs> they continually hurt their backs, their you know, necks, whatever it is, over and over and over again because they don't know that there's another option that can work the same muscle group. You know, you don't have to do what other people are doing in the gym because that's stupid. Like, you're an individual. You're going to have different bony structures. You're going to have a different pelvis. You're going to have different lever lengths. You're going to have different tight spots. Like, they're, everyone's different. Everyone's squat's going to look different. Everyone's press is going to look different. Then if you have injuries on top of that, you've had kids. Like, it all adds up. There's so much to it. And this is where, again, going back to mentoring this new coach, progressions and regressions are key and lateralizations. So if I had to give any kind of advice to any new coach out there or any avid fitness enthusiast that loves going to the gym, but maybe there's an exercise that just doesn't feel right and no matter what kind of coaching you get, it's not working – Figure out the regression for the exercise or the lateralization. And what I mean by lateralization is like maybe finding an exercise that's as difficult working the same muscle group, but it's not that exercise. So let's say an example is your big right toe in a split squat position is killing you every time you do it but you constantly just hammer it out anyway. And then the day after your workout, you can't walk properly because your toe, big toe is inflamed and it hurts like fucking hell. So what would you do in that situation? And this is a question and kind of case study I always bring up to anyone I mentor. And a lot of times it's like, okay, well, we're doing some sort of lunge variation. What can I do to kind of mimic that? Maybe doing a lateral split squat would be better. Yeah, you could debate that, oh, no, you're going to get more lateral stabilizers, your adductor is going to work, and blah, blah, blah. But it's still a split squat. But you're now, both of your toes are not in a flex position, and there's less pressure. And now you can do it pain-free. You feel pretty good. You're still working your legs, and you're still getting strong. That's a lateralization. A regression, for example, if someone was doing a split squat and can barely get down there, maybe they're overweight and they physically can't lift up their entire body weight. Hold on to a TRX, like simple little things. And this is the stuff that I feel like everyone should know because then when you're in the gym and something doesn't work out or a piece of equipment is not available or, you know, you go to a hotel gym and all you have is like machines and a treadmill and you have this program and you're like, fuck, I can't do any of it. But now this is where you need to get on the creative side and figure out what can I do. You know, I have the back squat, but there's no squat rack in here. I just have dumbbells and a bench. What do I do? This is the stuff you need to learn. And a lot of times people who work out on their own, they don't want to learn more because they think they know it. And that's like the biggest mistake ever. And they, one of the examples I always give is like, you know, I could do my own plumbing in my house, but sooner or later, a pipe is going to burst because I fucked it up when I set it up in the beginning. 
You know, I can only watch so many YouTube videos on how to put, you know, piping together and hope that it doesn't burst. And I've had those experiences where I had to, like, fix my dishwasher and I thought I turned off the water supply. And when I <laughs> unscrewed the water supply of my dishwasher, I had hot, steaming freaking water with high pressure hitting me in the fucking face and my whole house almost freaking flooded. You know, I should have probably called um, a plumber to get it done. It would have been done within an hour, not a whole day. And I wouldn't have to, like, try to dry my entire kitchen and living room, essentially. And I fell victim to the, like, oh, I'm a guy. I'm going to listen to my ego. I'm going to fix things because that's what I'm meant to do. Whereas I could have just got a professional to come in or someone who has a lot of experience doing it, like my dad or my grandfather. But I didn't do that. And I... (laughs) had the consequence of hot, burning, high-pressure water hitting my face and almost destroying my house. So it goes the same with exercise, right? Like, if you're not going to educate yourself, like, get someone to help you. Don't think that you can do it yourself. And then again, you can go back to what I first said in the beginning of this episode. Why? Why do you want to do it on your own? So I'm going to leave it there. And I want every one of you to actually do that exercise of like if you're following a diet right now or doing something that does not make you happy or you're in a situation in a relationship with a friend spouse whatever and it's making you miserable ask yourself why and then start peeling back layers every single time and you'd be amazed what you get to You might not realize it right there and then, but maybe the next day, the day after, where you're like, holy fuck, this is it. So think about it. Ask yourself why. That's it for me. Hopefully you enjoyed this one. Let me know if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns. My book is almost done. Guys, holy shit, I am almost done with it. I'm super, super pumped. Final touches. I'll make an announcement soon for the launch date. Maybe a little pre-sale list. Keep your eyes open. Share this podcast with your friends and family to grow this motherfucking podcast as big as possible. I love you all. Thank you.